0: Hello and welcome to the Ditching Imposter Syndrome podcast. Back after a bit of a break. And today I want to dive in with a topic that is close to lots of our hearts, which is why what we're doing isn't fixing burnout and imposter syndrome's secret role. So this is for you today. If you find yourself beating yourself up, wondering how on earth you can keep juggling everything, scared that your performance is sliding, productivity is nosediving, deadlines are passing, and we feel like we're holding our breath waiting to be found out, and our imposter syndrome is skyrocketing. I'm going to be sharing with you what's going on, and why, and of course, what we can do about it. So welcome today. I hope that you and your loved ones are safe and well. Today's episode has been triggered because... I'm talking a lot at the moment about burnout. I'm seeing it as the next big epidemic. When I talk to HR directors and business leaders, they tell me it's one of their biggest concerns for the rest of 2021. People have been pushing their way through. We've coped, we've survived, we've done what was needed to keep going through the various lockdowns and through the pandemic. And we don't yet have enough of a light at the end of the tunnel for us to miraculously feel like our batteries have been recharged. But the thing is, there's been more than the pandemic running. What we're going to talk about today is the role of burnout, how it happens, the role imposter syndrome plays in it, and what we can do. So if this has been you, listen on. So one of the biggest things that's happened over the past 15 to 18 months is most of us have been living with chronic low-level stress and sometimes high-level stress. We've been juggling everything. We might have had carer responsibilities. We might have been trying to do our job or run a business whilst also homeschooling our children. The anxiety that's come from the media and social media and the medical professions and the worry means that a lot of us have become hypervigilant. The brain has become constantly wired to look for threats. This triggers the stress cycle, what's called the sympathetic nervous system, the fight, flight, freeze response. So we think a worry-based, fear-based thought. It triggers biochemical reactions in the body that happen automatically that fire off cortisol, adrenaline, and other stress and fear hormones. These then create what we experience as emotions, that feed more thoughts, that fire off more biochemical reactions, that trigger more and stronger emotions, that feed even more thoughts. And suddenly a tiny stimulus has turned into a full-blown inner drama queen or inner drama king experience. And we are high as a kite, ready to explode, trying to cope. And by the end of the day, the only way to bring the stress levels down is whatever our favorite evening coping strategy is. So the challenge with this, is your body feels every thought you think. That's one of the tweetables for today, okay? Your body feels every thought you think, and that's why we need to deal with our thoughts to prevent burnout. So there are two types of fear that I talk about. One is legitimate fear. So that was when I was at uni and I joined the parachute club because I had a huge fear of heights and thought, yay, jumping out of an airplane with a glorified tablecloth on my back is a great way to cure it. spoiler alert, it's not, it's two totally different fears, but as I got into that Cessna without a door and I was sitting there waiting as it circled up and up and up, knowing I'd be the first to jump out for some crazy reason, that was legitimate fear. That was my mind saying, hey Clive, this is a really stupid idea to do on a Saturday morning and I'd really like to survive until lunchtime, please. On the other hand, we have what I call mind story fears. These are the conversations we have with ourselves, the what-ifs, the worrying that trigger that low-grade or high-grade anxiety, where we play out scenarios, we rewrite history, we're telling ourselves stories that trigger the same fear response in the body, those same emotions that then wind up the stories until we're in a full-blown soap opera. And the problem with this is that the body feels every thought you think. And because it feels every thought we think, and it's firing off the stress hormones, the adrenaline, the cortisol, everything else that's needed to be able to respond to that perceived threat, even though the threat was only inside our head, the body's designed to cope with that for minutes, not months. The stress response is meant to disappear as soon as that saber-toothed tiger ambles away in the other direction to find the next village. We've been keeping it running for months or over a year, and this is exhausting mentally, physically, emotionally. And this is one of the reasons why so many of us are close to burnout. We feel like we just can't breathe anymore. We're on our knees, our batteries are empty because those stress hormones come at a cost. They exhaust the body. When we're in the fight, flight, freeze mode, the body deprioritizes useful things like digestion and day-to-day cellular level healing and the immune response so that it can be ready to potentially run from that threat. And when we're in that state for months on end, it impacts the body, it impacts the emotions, it impacts the mind. There's another bit in here as well. If we add I am into that self-talk, into that mind story drama, those mind story fears, the unconscious mind obeys. How many times have we had the mantra of I am exhausted, I am so stressed, I am on my knees, The body obliges, oh, Claire is exhausted, she wants exhausted, great, here is how I create, I am exhausted. So we really need to start watching our self-talk. This is why in ditching imposter syndrome, the primary stage is about being able to tame your inner critic. When we learn how to choose which thoughts to feed, it sets us free from this automatic stress cycle. It allows us to press pause. Techniques like the ABC technique that I teach, there'll be a link on the show notes page for that, teach you exactly how to do this in 60 second chunks. Now the show notes for today's episode, we have a new URL, Whoa, easier to remember, I hope. Podcast.fm forward slash 012 for episode 12 today. So looking at imposter syndrome's secret role in burnout, if you have hung around with me for a while, you might have heard of my model, the four P's of imposter syndrome. It's in ditching imposter syndrome. And I talk about it a lot all over the internet and in my masterclasses and workshops. The four P's, perfectionism, procrastination, project paralysis, and people-pleasing. These are four warning sign behaviours that are often triggered by imposter syndrome. So perfectionism is where we set our standards incredibly high and we have to go to war with that project. Procrastination is where we fill our time with busyness and it's like we're running with flight mode, getting away from that problem, but kind of dancing around the edges without really diving in. Project paralysis, classic rabbit in headlights, we're frozen, we're ignoring whatever it is that's causing us the stress and the imposter syndrome until we use the adrenaline of the deadline to pull an all-nighter and push on through and do it. And the people-pleasing, fairly obvious, yeah, going in there and taking on jobs that aren't really our own, not having enough boundaries. You can really see how these four Ps eat up time, how they trash our productivity, how they impact our performance. And they increase the experience of imposter syndrome. So if we're already on our way to burnout and we add in the four Ps of imposter syndrome and what the research we've been doing shows over lockdown is imposter syndrome has got worse for a lot of people, then you can see how running imposter syndrome can make burnout more likely and more severe. And there's a final aspect of all of this I want to talk to you about today, which is the body gets addicted to the adrenaline and the cortisol. If I take somebody who's been running on stress for a long time and I do a short meditation with them, they will almost zonk out because I've reset the stress response with them, we've turned off the adrenaline and the cortisol and that's actually been their primary fuel. They need to rebuild the body's energy. When we're addicted to the adrenaline and the cortisol, if we suddenly have a calm phase and the body's not getting it, the body will actually trigger thoughts in the brain to create more adrenaline cortisol. It will actually say, hey, in a drama queen, in a drama king, could you just do your stuff a bit? Because I need a bit of a boost. We will unconsciously create mind story drama and mind story fear to be able to get an extra fix of the stress hormones. The brilliant news is we can turn all of this around. When you know how to reset the stress response and clear the body's addiction to the stress hormones, And choose which thoughts to feed, which I know when I say it like that sounds absolutely impossible, but it's actually so simple and you can do it in 60 second chunks. Then we can set ourselves free from the internal cycle that is feeding imposter syndrome and also heading us towards burnout. The how to on this, well, it's in the podcast episodes, it's on the Ditching Imposter Syndrome website, it's in the book, Step by Step in Ditching Imposter Syndrome. And I have a new course that's coming for you called the Natural Resilience Method, okay? This is about how to rewire your brain and your body to boost your confidence, slash your stress levels and prevent burnout. And by the way, it also presses a pause on imposter syndrome. So if you wanna find out about that, this is gonna be an incredible five-week course, all in bite-sized chunks, teaching you exactly how to do this. Go to clayosa.com forward slash natural resilience. And I've also got another treat for you, which is a class, a masterclass on preventing burnout and going into more detail on imposter syndrome's role and teaching you some of the techniques I've talked about today. You can find that at claireyosa.com forward slash burnout. And the key thing I want you to remember from today's episode is your body feels every thought you think and that's why you can't mindset your way out of Burnout. But it doesn't mean you can't turn it around in as little as the next few weeks. So I'd love to hear from you. Okay, what action are you going to take as a result of today's episode? What could you do to press pause on the thoughts or on the habits that may be leading you towards burnout? And if you've enjoyed this episode, make sure you subscribe wherever you get your favorite podcast. It's going to be published each Wednesday. And if you love the Ditching Imposter Syndrome podcast, please help us to reach more people go over to iTunes and leave it a lovely review letting people know how it helps you and it will help more people find it in the search. Thank you so much for listening today. I'll be back next week when we're going to be talking about how imposter syndrome becomes a badge of honor, okay? (laughs) Even if we secretly don't want to admit that and what you can do to set yourself free from that cycle. I hope you have an amazing week.